6261 District 6, stage 1 shooting. Skimmer Wayne near Lakeland, Charles, 478 Tango. 378-1654. Thank you for joining us on Inside EMS. Now the always entertaining Chris Ceballero and the Ted Nugent of EMS, Kelly Grayson. Well, it's Friday. Once again, it's time to go Inside EMS. I'm your host, Chris Ceballero. It's been a great week. The week is awesome. we got Labor Day coming up, a little three-day weekend. But here's the guy that doesn't need a three-day weekend. Every weekend's a three-day weekend for him, Kelly Grayson. Kelly, how are you? Oh, man, I'm, I'm living the dream. I'm sitting at my station holding the couch down, which is something I've uh, not had much chance to do in the, in the previous years. It's, it's wonderful. So, well, that's good to know, and uh, i got to tell you, I feel comfortable knowing that that couch is going to be safe. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm a, a true lifesaver. This couch is, has buoyant tendencies, and it tends to float off, and... I consider it my sacred duty to hold it down and make sure that that does not happen. Well, if it turns up missing, I think they know where to look. You know, <laughs> I think going to, so your week, how's your week been? Good? It's been, it's been good, man. I, um, I'm about to wrap up a, uh, a refresher that's, that's dominated most of my time in the last six weeks. And, uh, we got one week left to go in that and, and I get to turn these guys loose for another two years. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward for some time off. That's awesome. Can you believe that the summer's almost over, man? Yeah. Well, in, in Louisiana, we got an, we can still ride our jet skis into uh, well into October. So, well, that's good to I'll hear, man. Well, you get to enjoy that. Uh, we're going to get ready for some cold weather, and the and the fall's going to come to Missouri, and we know that's going to happen. But you know, Kelly, usually we start off with the news, but I think we're going to switch things up a little bit, and we're going to take a seat at the guest table. And uh, it's always fun when we get our guests to come on and, and talk to us about, you know, the different things. And, and I think we've been really successful. We had some really great guests that will come on. Yep. One of our reoccurring guests is Brian Foss. And he's here with us, the uh, owner, director, president, Wizard of Oz when it comes to Fit Responder. And, Brian, thanks for joining us and coming back on the show. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for the uh, the invite back on. You know, uh, you, you've got the stand. You don't even need to be invited. You could even just show up, no invitation, just knock on the door, come on in, but uh, don't come empty-handed. He could, he could be like Norm on Cheers. He just always that's has right. a seat. Brian, that's right. Every time I show up, I make uh, I make you guys twitch with my nutrition stuff. You know what? But we need it because it doesn't make a difference. You're oh. going to tell us what to do when we're done here. We're going out for Chinese. So, yeah, dude, if let's there's go ahead anybody and, that needs it, it's I do. That's right. Make it sound <laughs> as compelling as you need to, but we're just not going to listen. And that's not true, Brian. I mean, we want to applaud you for the work that you're doing. And, you know, the foremost expert, I think, in the EMS field when it comes to nutrition, foremost expert in the field when it comes to uh, fitness. And, you know, your goal, your job is to make sure that the first responders that are out there really have the education that nobody gives us on how to be successful, how to have good nutrition, how to stay safe in our career field. And, of course, Kelly and I give you the nod for that. And, uh, you know, we appreciate it. Well, thank you. That's what keeps that's what keeps me going every day. As I'm uh, podcasting from a hotel room after having taught a uh, lifting and nutrition class for a department today, so that's what keeps me uh, focused and energetic and trying to change the culture. Well, we're happy that you're here, and, and let's go ahead and talk about nutrition. And, and I'll give you the first question. You know, I've heard you talk about this before, and I think it would be a great place to bring it up. And that is uh, something we like to call the five food evils. 
and uh, you do say that, and all are white. So uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about the five food evils. And if we have some time, maybe we'll talk about some snacks and what's the best place. But go ahead and start us off with that and uh, tell the listeners what the five food evils are. Absolutely. This is one of the things I am uh, by far most passionate about because these food evils really tie into what we should and shouldn't be doing. And it also ties into everything from on-duty eating to off-duty eating to snacking. So the five food, food evils are really the foundation for, as I jokingly call it, the EMS diet, which, as we know, is not a diet in any way, shape, or form. But this is kind of the foundation behind por- uh, on top of portion control of what we should and shouldn't eat. So a lot of this stuff when it comes to the food evils is, is pretty intuitive. We know this. We've been told all this stuff before. But it's, it, when it comes to public safety, it's never really been laid out in a way that gives you that aha, that changes your behavior so that when you go to the Chinese restaurant tonight, you make a better choice. Not saying you can't eat it, but make a better choice. So the five food the five five food evils are essentially the foods that have the the least nutritional value, the highest sugar content. Uh, they have no protein, they have no fiber, and they actually can increase systemic and cellular inflammation in the body. And as we all know, having worked in EMS and working in EMS, the more inflammation we have in the body, the greater our risk is of injury. Um, We start to have mental errors when it comes to driving and patient care, and it also increases pain. So food should heal, not harm, and that's where the five food evils come in. So the first food evil that we know, the first white evil, is white bread. So the question I'll ask you two is, if you had the choice to make a better option or a better choice on 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 choosing a white bread what do you think would be your better option how about a multi-grain bread like 24 Mm -hmm. or 48 uh, but i've always wondered about like pumpernickel bread or rye bread or something like that yep absolutely so we know we shouldn't eat white bread um a whole grain bread a multi-grain bread um Oatmeal based bread. They the just Ezekiel. they just suck though, Brian. They just they just no, horrible no, bread. No, no, they no, they don't suck. So suck. here's the Man, thing: they actually we, are pretty good. They are very good. The problem is we're as a, as Americans we're addicted to sugar, so we've come to crave that kind of serotonin release in our brains that when we eat a piece of white bread because it's the first thing they put at the table when you sit down in a restaurant, we we want to we want to pile pieces of bread in our mouths to get that sugar rush, to feel full. We've been programmed by society to do that. The benefit of eating, you know, the the multigrain bread, the oatmeal-based breads, heck, let's even take it a step further and go to a gluten-free bread if you have some type of of gluten intolerance. They tend to be higher in fiber. We know what that does. Decreases cholesterol, helps the gut empty. Uh, Also tend to have a slightly higher protein count, but less sugar. So the first white evil is really, it's a substitution. You know, instead of a white bread, like you, let's say, you know, when I was on duty, um, we went to a sub shop to get a sandwich. It was always a whole grain bread or a multi-grain bread instead of a white bread. I just made a choice. But isn't it it the flour that's in the bread that's making the difference and it's not necessarily the bread itself? So isn't there the same, I mean, when you use like a, and this may be my ignorance here, Brian, and, and, uh, you know, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But doesn't the the wheat breads and doesn't the multi-grain bread still have that flour in it as well? They have the flour in it, but the difference is it's not a bleached, processed flour. 
a white bread is bleached. It's processed. All of the healthy stuff is actually taken out and put into other foods. See, now, so, now I feel so much better knowing that at least one of the sins I'm not committing. <laughs> I was fully prepared to to have you name the, the Kelly Grayson five food groups uh, as the five evils. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good now. All right. One of them. One down. I'm good habits already. I'm building well, and, on the, and the, other, the other thing we tell everybody is, you know, since weight maintenance and weight loss and weight management are so important, you know, if you do get a sandwich, which is always a, a viable option, especially when you're on duty, in, there's no law that says you have to eat both pieces of bread. Um, I, I mean, I can recall when I was on my on the street for my 10, 10 years, I was a medic. You know, I was in a very, very busy urban system. And, you know, if we stopped at a sub shop or a sandwich shop, I got a sandwich and I would take off the top piece of bread. I just reduced my caloric intake and I'm just as full, but I've, I've just cut it down. So there's, that's an easy substitution you can make. So that brings us on to the second food evil. Yeah, let's which, hear the second one, Kelly. What's, yeah, what, do you think, sec- what do you think the second one is? I'm going to say... It's probably going to be something I eat in mass quantities every day. I'm, I'm, I'm just dreading <laughs> it. Well, 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 wait. Well, let's not spoil it. Tell you were talking, about, about, number talking two. about weight maintenance. Uh, yeah, no problem there. I, I maintain my hefty physique. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, no trying to be, I'm trying to be PC, Kelly. I should say weight <laughs> loss for most All of right. us. Okay. <laughs> so the second food evil is white rice. That's exactly Again. what I was going to oh, say. White man. rice. I'm in Cajun country. That, that's a that's a staple here. I understand. Oh. I understand. Hey, I live in I, I live in the South too. I live in North Carolina. Trust me, it's uh, it's it's all kinds of different types of rice. Bottom line is, it's the same thing with the bread, right? It, they're empty yeah. calories. It's most sugar. We want something that has a little bit of fiber and a little bit of protein. So, what do you guys think the substitution is? Potato. Put gravy, put gravy on it. It's not white anymore. <laughs> Put sugar right on the rice, make a little bit of milk, make uh, rice pudding. That, now, that'll be when we get to the uh, number four, which is potatoes. Yeah. Oh, really? So potato is one of the evils? White flour, yeah. Oh, there you go. So what do you think, is, uh, if you're going to place white rice, what would it be? Well, whole, brown rice, long whole grain. grain round, mm-hmm. you know, brown rice. Whole grain, brown yeah. rice, black rice, multigrain. Again, you've added in fiber. You've added in a little bit of protein. You don't get the spike in the blood sugar. Um, you feel actually more full eating that carbohydrate source versus just an unprocessed bleached rice. So rice is pretty easy. And again, that's something you can make at home. It's very inexpensive. It, it fits the EMS budget very well. Um, I used to, when I was on the street, I used to make a concoction to bring with me, which was, um, brown rice, black beans, and tomatoes. And that was my base for whatever protein I was going to bring with me to work that I could eat on the clock, which was usually diced chicken, turkey breast, fish, and I could eat it hot or cold. Hmm. So the rice is actually a neat segue into how to eat a little healthier on the street because really if, if rice is moist with the black beans or the, and, the, uh, and the tomatoes, it's a great meal, it's a good snack, and it's very, very portable. It lived in my cooler in the back of the truck. So the third... Food evil mm-hmm. is pasta. Oh, you're killing me. Oh, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about semolina wheat pasta? So it, it's really the same thing we've been talking about. In, instead of a regular white pasta, which the semolina wheat's going to fall into, they now make pastas. And it's a little bit of a stretch the first time you try it. But you know what? If my, I think we introduced this stuff to my child when he was six and he was finicky as hell and he's almost 10 now 
he eats quinoa pasta, he eats whole wheat pasta, and he eats spinach pasta and likes it just as much as the refined, bleached, white pasta that we're all used to. Ugh. I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I can't, yeah. I can't, uh, hey, I can't I, even I can't even talk about it with you. <laughs> I, I grew up in the Northeast, man. Trust me. Like, I, I get it. I get it. It's like I don't but even you know, know you anymore. Go to, what's, here's what's cool. You can go to – you know it's gone mainstream when you can go to Walmart now and you can buy a quinoa pasta, which is high in fiber, high in protein, tastes almost the same. What is that? What is quinoa anyway? What is that? Quinoa is an ancient grain. Very, very high in fiber, very, very high in protein, incredibly healthy. Um, probably one of the best foods you can eat. Right. Q-U-I-N-O-A. Very, very good. Okay. So it's basically, right. yeah, instead, I've, of the, I've... instead of the wheat, they're using the quinoa as the base. Ah, you don't I've have all that. that. Yeah. So you know what? Like, uh, I, I was teaching this in my class today. If it's in Walmart, it's gone mainstream. Yeah. Right? Quinoa has been lurking in health food stores for 20 years. It's just it hasn't really made it to the mainstream. Well, now it has because you can hmm. get it just about anywhere. So substitute. You know, instead of instead of a regular pasta, substitute for one of these healthier pastas. If you're eating off the clock and you're eating out, you know, they're only gonna give you that white pasta because guess what? That restaurant, that's a for profit business. They really don't have your best interest in mind sure. unless you choose to go to someplace that serves you something better. Right. So the fourth... We already know potato. You said it and you're killing oh, yeah. us. Fourth one's potatoes. So here's how I always preface this to everybody. You go, you know, eating out, eating home, whatever. You make, you make a baked potato. A regular white potato. That white fluffy stuff on the inside that tastes really good. You know, the part we, we want to eat. Right. To your body, that's somewhere between 10 to 15 cubes of sugar. Just one potato? They no don't wonder it tastes so good. But wait, wait, guys, hang <laughs> on. We're, we're and then Ameri- we put all that stuff on it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's my, that's the next point. We're Americans, right? So what do we have to put on top of our sugar cubes? Bacon, sour cream, cottage cheese. You know, in America, we have to add fat to our sugar cubes. Wow. You know, what's the healthy part of the potato? The skin, right? Skin, right? That's like eating a vitamin. But so we, if I if I eat the skin, that makes up for all the stuff inside, right? So is that uh, <laughs> like I'll have panel three of the drive-through menu and a diet coke? <laughs> panel three and the diet coke. <laughs> so let me ask you, though, know, Brian, is that any potato, or is that just uh, baking? I mean, or it, that's more. That, those are your white potatoes, your baking potatoes. Um, your substitution instead of the the white potato would be a sweet potato or a yam. Yeah, much I mean, I much. Don't healthier. I don't mind those. Yeah. Yeah, the, you know, and those and, are great with, with enough sugar and, and butter on them as well. That's right. Isn't that syrup <laughs> and molasses and syrup on those oh, EMS? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Got to sugar it up. Well, what's nice is, you know, even on the EMS budget, you can get a sweet potato or two at the grocery store, pop it in the microwave, right. and cut it in thirds, and you can snack on those. Um, you can even take a sweet potato, dice them up real thin, brush a little olive oil on them, stick them in the oven, and you can make your own sweet potato fries. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. So I like sweet potatoes. A, you know, it's a, it's also a station friendly way if you're in, if you're in a slower station where you can actually make a healthy meal and mm-hmm. just do a substitute. So you know, the sweet potatoes are are, are pretty good. So what's the um, give us the, the fifth one? As it is, we're not eating anything tonight. So what's number yeah. five? No, you're eating exactly what you want to eat. You're just going to make some substitutions. That's all. Right. So the fifth food equal is the most controversial. So I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. Um, when I first read this research study years and years ago, 
I flat out didn't believe it. And then I started reading more and more data and research. And I had one of those kind of epiphany aha moments that, you know what? We are the only creatures on this planet that drink the milk of another animal. You know, I've said that. I mean, you know, we've, we're the only mammals never to wean off milk. Got it. And well, well, my look at where they aha. come from. Can you blame us? You will. So my, my big aha moment, and this is kind of my personal story on this as it, as it leads into the research, is for my entire life up until about 10 years ago, I suffered multiple times a year from sinus infections, strep throat, constant. I mean, every two, every two, two or three months I was going and I was, I was on a pack. And I started reading the research about this and I realized that in my clinical profession doing rehabilitation, we would take our pain patients and pull them off of dairy, reduce their gluten intake, double their hydration, and every single one of these pain patients got better. Huh. So I said, you know, I said to myself, well, why doesn't this apply to me? Now, I grew up on a dairy farm, so this is like blasphemy, but I did this experiment, and this is the one I want, I want you guys to do and I want the listeners to do. We'll keep it biblical, and it's really hard the first week, but cut out all dairy. No milk. No cheese. Cheese is hard to cut out. No yogurt. No ice cream. Wow. No yogurt? Yogurt's you, supposed to be good for you. Jay yeah, Curtis said so. Hang on. Hang on. Um, if you use protein shakes or, or meal replacement bars, which are always a good option on the street, most of them are casein and whey-based, which are milk proteins. Cut those out just for six days. And then I want you to do this experiment. It's the same experiment I did, and I tell everybody to do this. And you got to listen real carefully here. Okay. After six days of cutting out or limiting as much dairy as you can, on the seventh day, and this is the really important part, make sure you're not at work. Why? Because when you have your big glass of milk or your big bowl of ice cream, you're going to want some reading material, and you definitely don't (laughs) want the tones to go off. (laughs) <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> What's going to happen? See, here's, here's what we've learned is the majority of humans, 95, 98%-ish, are intolerant to lactose. We can't process it. The problem is we're so used to always ingesting it, we don't notice anymore this low level of inflammation in our bodies until we actually cut it out. Now, if you're the 2 to 3%, 5% of the population that can still tolerate lactose and you don't have a reaction, good for you. You know, keep drinking milk. That's fine. But for the other 95% of the population, you'll lose weight. You won't get sick as much. You'll feel better. You'll really? Better. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Kelly, so, what do you think about the milk thing? Uh, I'm, I just shudder to think what he... What would we use as an alternative? What about uh, if we put chocolate in it? If we put chocolate in it, is it any? <laughs> is that any? Milk. No, is it? Damn. So, what do so you think? So, I mean, what so what is the? You know, I've tried so, that soy milk before. That soy chocolate milk isn't so bad, but it. I mean, is that what the alternative is? The better alternative, because we're not really big on soy that much anymore, is uh, our almond milks. So you can almond. do an almond milk. They make rice milks. They make coconut milk. The best one, probably the most cost-effective one for the EMS budget, is going to be an almond milk. Uh, it's a it's a couple of it's a couple cents more expensive than regular cow milk, but it lasts a couple of almost a month and a half versus a week, and it doesn't wow. have any any dairy in it. 
uh, it's actually a healthier option. And I was, you know, the class I was teaching this morning, it was a 0700 start. So everybody rolled in with their coffee and then, you know, they were all freaking out because I said, well, you know, what about your coffee creamers? One of the great substitutions is they make chocolate almond milk. Dump it in your coffee. And now you've, now you've made another healthy substitution. So, yeah, very interesting. I got to tell you, I mean, you know, we joke with you a lot and, and uh, you know, coming here, we know that you have our best interests. And I got to tell you, even after the last show we did where you, you uh, hit us with the myth about that, that big 12 ounce steak that we get that we're only supposed to eat four yeah. ounces of that. I've only been eating a quarter of the steak when I order. I always look to see which one is the less ounce, usually, usually eight ounces, six ounces. And I won't eat the whole thing because of, you know, what you're sharing with us. So we really appreciate it. But I- I'm going to let Kelly ask the next question because I know he's a snack guy. So, uh, Kelly, yeah. h- hit him with the snack question. Well, I'm, I'm still trying to. I'm, I'm still trying to. You okay, buddy? The, big guy, I'm, do you I'm need having, a hug? You all I right? Mean, the the first four were okay. But now you're telling me that I have to give up my, my tasty, wholesome butter squeezings for your pale almond flavored sadness water. Man, <laughs> all right. So, all right. Here, here was my issue. It, it's not so much of an issue now, and and uh, um, thankfully because my uh, my work situation has changed. But uh, what got me to the the lovely body shape that I, I possess today is the fact that I work night shifts. Um, I've worked night shifts all my career and, and when it's time to get something to eat, uh, it's often an odd hour. So you're eating the most, uh, you know, unnutritious junk out there. So if you're working one of those shifts and you have, uh, you, you run it all day and you don't have a chance to stop, what's the best snacks that you can find at a convenience store? You know, there, there's a... There's a there's a whole convenience store diet, and it, it really depends on the store. Obviously, I mean there are there are some that have much better options than they used to. Uh, you know, if you're at the the stop and rob in the corner on the corner in the in the hood, then that's going to limit your choices. Obviously, the thing I always tell everybody, and it is it is the absolute truth, is the best thing you can do is bring it with you. Um, by the time you've got to stop and make the best option possible, most of the time you've already failed because those convenience stores, it's for most of them, it's processed foods. If it's in a bag, it has to have oils and sugars and, and stabilizers, which are all chemical based. So it's really, it's very difficult. You know, one of the, the questions that was asked actually in the class I taught today was, well, why can't I go to the, to the convenience store? and get a thing, a trail mix. That's healthy, right? And my answer, sadly, was no. When you go to a convenience store and you buy a bag of trail mix, it's usually covered and cooked in the unhealthy oils. There's almost always candy in the bag. So M&Ms. there's some type of ah, M&Ms. M&Ms make put- trail mix palatable. <laughs> well, it's funny. We got in a conversation in today's class about fats that make you lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I brought up making your own trail mix at home, which is what I did when I was a paramedic. And all I did was I went to a, a health food store or a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods or or even even a lower end grocery store, and I would find the the raw nuts and seeds and the unsugared fruits like raisins and that kind of stuff. And I would make my own trail mix. It was very cost effective. And it protected me from having to run into the stop and rob at three o'clock in the morning, and God knows I've done it. 
um, to buy to make a, a, a better you know a, a choice that probably wasn't the best for me. Now that being said, some of those stores now carry you know I'm not going to throw out any particular na- you know any favoritism in names, but one of the ones we all know is Cliff Bars. Uh-huh. So a lot of them now will will have Cliff Bars and Laura Bars and and some of these other somewhat healthier bars. Mm-hmm. That would be a better option than grabbing the death dog on the roller at you know at three o'clock in the morning, um, you know. And and keeping in mind that when you get really fatigued uh, and you're on your working shifts, we tend to crave foods that are high in sugar and high in fat. Okay. So part about, of it is. I'll go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say part of it is just understanding that that we tend to want to eat things that are bad for us because of what shift work does. Mm-hmm. Gives you that energy boost, and and but ultimately it uh, kind of drags you down. Um, what about uh, what about nuts and seeds? Like you know, if you if there are no uh, you know cliff bars or that sort of thing, or or trail mucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, if- wrong with. Anything wrong with say unsalted peanuts or sesame seeds or, no, or not, or not sesame not seeds, sun, sunflower sunflowers. Seeds. Yeah. yeah, the problem is they're almost always salted, and almost all of them are cooked into bad oils, the unhealthy oils. Uh, uh, but again, I I would still rather you eat that than a candy bar, or you know, double fist in the Mountain Dew driving down the road trying to keep your eyes open, which obviously has all of its safety issues along with it. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know what's nice now is some of the more um, some of the the I don't want to say higher end convenience stores, but you know what I'm talking about. Some of the the, the new trend now nationally is is some of these nicer gas stations that have one, really nice convenience stores inside of them. Yeah, the ones without um, chalk outlines outside. Exactly. Now you can get, now so well, now you can go in 24 hours a day <laughs> and you can get a grilled chicken sandwich. Right. Um, yeah. You yeah. can get a turkey sandwich. You can get a banana or an apple. So, you know, you're now able to go in and make better choices. You know, one of the things I used to do is I would, you know, we're staying within my my assigned area on the truck. I knew which convenience stores had that stuff. And if I didn't bring it with me, I'd go to that particular store and I'd spend the extra dollar and I would get an Ottawa or a Naked Juice. And I would tend to, if, you know, if I wanted to the, that, that sweetness, I wanted to get it with something that was actually going to help me heal and prevent and, and boost my immunity so i yeah, would go out of the way to find that stuff don't those nakeds i mean don't they have all that sugar in it as well because i like that that mighty mango whatever it is no, but I, then you look at the sugar I, content I've, and it's I've never like heard of any either of the things <laughs> you well, guys are talking about so but isn't that some homework to do i mean it's really good i mean they're really right, good it's very pure they've got great taste kelly but it's they're packed with sugar though brian aren't they well it's natural sugar so there's no added sugars to them so the, the caveat to that is only drink half. Save the other half of the bottle for two to three hours later. Awesome. Uh, but again, and that's, and that's the challenge with the convenience store diet. If you don't bring it with you, you're forced to make the, the, the best of the bad decisions. Sure, sure. Well, let me, right. let me go ahead and shift gears with you a little bit because we're getting up there in time. So you've got a lot of great things. You've got apps out there. You've got tons of stuff out there for the EMS provider. Share some of your wares with us. Let the listeners know how they can get in touch with you and, and kind of put them on the right track to good nutrition and good health. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the probably the, the most the easiest thing is our newsletter. You can go to fitresponder.com uh, or fitrespondorfitness.com, and we have a free newsletter we put out. We don't sell your email list. We're not spamming you with stuff. Uh, the newsletter comes out once a month. That's it. And there's always sections in there on nutrition, 
wellness exercise. My specialty, of course, being ergonomics and injury prevention. So that's a great free resource. We've got thousands of people around the world uh, in all aspects of public safety that follow the newsletter, which is awesome because I love writing it. Um, we have a book that we've written called The Fit Responder. It's actually how we, with the name of our company, uh, it's an ebook. It's very, very cost effective as well. Um, it has half the book is diet, half the book is exercise. And then the, um, the mobile fitness app we put out uh, in conjunction with NAEMT is uh, on fitresponderfitness.com. And that has both uh, on duty and off duty exercise, and it has um, nutrition in it as well. Well, that's some good stuff. I was maybe with the, with the newsletter, you can get Kelly on to do like a guest because he's a great writer. I don't know if you've ever read his stuff, but I mean, this guy does some great writing. Maybe he can do a counterpoint to your good points and you no, put the good I'm stuff. Come on, Kelly, right? <laughs> I would probably, I would, I, I probably need to be your, your pet project. Look, we, we, we took this tub of lard and turned him into a lean, mean intubating machine. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that that's what i need you know brian i gotta tell you man it's always awesome when you come by and uh you know as we talked about earlier you always got a seat at the guest table and because we learned so much I, and you know we do have your schedule we got some more questions and more topics that we want to discuss with you and uh let's just not make it so far in between uh visits absolutely guys anytime and brian thanks again for coming i'm some great takeaway messages there i'm i'm uh going to work on implementing them and in the meantime i will console myself that steak is still brown so um <laughs> well you, at least it, that's it's like, what, it, it's, it's oh, like okay you're gonna tell me portion, portion control now no, oh, exactly God. it's just portion control it's just portion okay. control hey uh, are you guys gonna be in uh, in vegas at ems world for uh, 2015 this will be the first time since 1999 i will not be attending an outlook yeah. or a ems world expo yeah i'm right. interested as well Okay, I was going to say we're we're debuting the uh, the Fit Responder Fitness app at the show this year. So if you guys were going to be there, I'd say stop by and we'll uh, we'll let you take a look at it. Let's figure out a way that we could do it on the show, and uh, you know maybe we can get some screenshots or something, put them up on uh, on the show notes, and uh, let's get them shared with our listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks again for coming, brother. And uh, for myself and co-host Chris Ciballero, we'd like to thank Brian for appearing on the show. And uh, as always, we welcome your concerns, comments, and questions. So email us at the show at ems1.com and thanks for tuning in to Inside EMS.